Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is James. Uh, welcome to another episode of Crypto Ledger, a uh, podcast about everything crypto, covering news, views, and reviews. I'm joined always with my co-host, Raj. How are you today, Raj? I'm doing well, James. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. Very good, very good. It's always nice to, uh, for a change of pace, uh, sit down, have a chat with you about uh, things that's happening in crypto doing this so yeah i enjoy it um so thank you for doing this with me no absolutely man the crazy world of crypto yeah indeed keeps indeed. trucking along yeah absolutely right yeah, man. cool before i get started a bit housekeeping uh this podcast is proudly sponsored by paybot a cryptocurrency company that offers secure affordable and rewarding merchant payment solutions all at lightning speed check them out at paybot.io Alrighty, Raj, what uh, what's in store for this week? What's on your mind? Uh, you know, we should probably talk about payments. You know, this the future of payments, where they're going. You know, the next 10, 20 years is going to be, I think, much different than the past twenty years. That's for sure. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. What's your what's your opinion on the next uh, next 10, 20, 5 to 10, 10, 20 years like? Well, with crypto, anyways, you know, it's been a big uh it's given the industry a big upheaval i think you know the distributed um ledger technology that right now underpins all of the globally uh, payment networks in crypto that's just been a really impressive and sort of like a freeing thing for a lot of people uh mm -hmm. for one i think uh it's helped um you know give it helped small businesses and small enterprises in developing countries you know, actually grab a foothold into the space, uh, specifically with crypto and DeFi. Uh, I think, you know, financial services are more broadly uh, like gatekeeped sometimes yeah. <laughs> for like the big corporations. And if you're in a developing country, those those sort of like, uh, you know, uh, ways of uh, payment are just more difficult to get to. So I think with crypto, it just makes it a little more easier for you know countries in Africa or Southeast Asia or wherever it might be just uh you know it brings them to an even footing with the big boys I think yeah yeah definitely you you definitely raise a good point I think especially you know I, um I see a lot of online as the world moves to a more and more online presence and we us and maybe our, our the next generation our kids spend the majority of their time living waking hours online it just feels like it's almost natural for money or, or chain exchange of value to be uh, digitally native as well. So, you know, thinking back to my gaming days as well, and I, I know you're, you've been a big gamer in the past as well. My gaming days on spent on WoW, D2, uh, you know, some of these RPG games where it's like they, they all have their own currency. They all have their own digital gold. They all have their some sort of currency that's that's worth value, right? That's traded on the secondary market, either for on the on the market, either for uh, item, rare items, you know, weapons, etc., and as well as on the secondary market for real cash. So it's like it's almost like the world is being begging for um, you know uh, a a credible or a, or a central or, or a universal store of um, exchange of exchange of value currency that's that's online native so i think crypto is the answer right yeah i i believe so i mean there's got to be a way to connect all these sorts of 
separate economies together. That's a big project. I think crypto probably is the solution somehow or, or some sort of ledger, you know, something based on a ledger that sort of like binds everything together. It, I think that would be a big move, a big power move for a lot of these companies. And yeah, I mean, I've, I, I'm totally down. You know, I'm excited if, if that actually comes to fruition. Yeah, I see a lot of we, we're seeing a lot of big players um, you know, the, the meta, the rebrand of Facebook meta and um, uh, Twitter and, you know, Square along with uh, Square or Stripe that, that Jack Dorsey is the CEO of? Uh, I don't know. Maybe yeah, Stripe. One, one of the two. <laughs> but anyway, so all, all these tech giants that are making a move towards crypto-centric payments. And it makes it makes yeah, it's like you said, breaks down the barrier. There's no need for centralized govern govern governments or bodies to, to to gatekeep and tell you who you can pay to, what currency it needs to be in, how much you can pay, and how much they're going to charge you for the for the privilege, right? It's all blockchain native, smart contract governed, no censorship required, almost instantaneous transfers in some instances. And, and it's all done without, um, you know, the relatively cheap, cheap rate, cheap fees, and uh, yeah, every, as long as everyone agrees that the the on the currency and what it's worth, then there you go. It's as easy as that. Yeah, I mean, it's all real time. It's all you know, cross border is just as fast as you know, you know, making a transaction when you're just at the place. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's it really sort of like brings the whole world together. It's 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 a it's a very interesting thing. Yeah, it dissolves pretty much all the borders between settlements, and yeah, it's it's great, man. Like, it's can't great. wait to. Yeah, mm -hmm. sorry to go. Yeah, no, I just think it's great that you know this actually exists. <laughs> you know, I think people, especially you know, if you're like small business, anyways, you know, and you may not have access to credit, you know, or credit's very difficult to get. You could probably get it through crypto, you know, just sort of through DeFi. So I think, yeah, it's it's really a, a very opening thing for a lot of uh, companies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people have already been, you know, that's 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 accustomed to the DeFi space. They're already utilizing it to, to great advantage, especially given how the, on the backdrop of a, you know, heavily inflationary monetary policies that's set by uh, the Western governments around the world. And, and the historically low yields, right? Um, that's keeping the the, the, the the cash rates at an all-time low for, for a period of decades now. And having these lucrative, you know, DeFi-centric um, yields, that's, that's, yeah, more. And I think, I think that space is a lot of growth to do. Um, obviously, compliance regulation has to keep up and, and also security, insurance, or all these stuff that... Um, big corporates care about where, where it's come to putting a lot of their money on, on a lot of their balance sheet onto um, some sort of yield, uh, some sort of yield, uh, yield generation, um, you know, me yeah. um, mechanic. But, but yeah, I think once a lot of these un uh, compliance issues are solved, I think you will see a lot of money move on chain. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then, and then on the flip side, you have like governments making their own digital currencies, right? And trying to retain control of their economic policy, or, their, or yeah, their fiscal policy. And 
or and the monetary policy. So yeah, I mean it's 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 going to be a, a interesting future, to say the yeah. least. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I think a, definitely a good bet um, from my if I, if I was to put my investor cap on would be to bet on the the protocols and the and the companies that are really pushing towards trying to solve these big 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 problems, right? Whether it's uh, payments or um, corporate relate corporate corporate uh, DeFi, mm -hmm. like those, those are the big problems. I think uh, if I was a betting man, I, I'd definitely put my money behind some of these uh, companies that are trying to solve these problems, which will, you know, potentially result in millions, billions of of uh, transactions, you know, yeah. volume. Yeah. So. No, I agree, and uh, yeah, it's it's very um, you know it's very liberating if you're a you know a small business who at one point could not you know you know get a loan for to grow your business, but now through DeFi and through crypto, it's totally possible. You know, it's mm -hmm. um that's that's one of the things you know these governments kind of fear. You know, that's why they're kind of trying to make their own digital currencies. Um, I wish them the best. You know, you're going up against heavy players, and you and and for us, you know, we kind of prefer the decentralized nature of it. Um, I think a lot of a lot of businesses uh, globally would prefer that as well. So yeah, I mean, it's very exciting, and it's um, yeah, a lot of, like you said, a lot of big players are in the space. You know, just programming away, you know, <laughs> building these technologies, these these bridges across different platforms. So yeah, for sure, I'm down, man. It's it's, it's a very exciting time. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. And uh, just uh, I, I was reading about uh, Meta and what they're doing with WhatsApp and their partnership with Novi, uh, one of the payment uh, gateways. It were, yeah, some of the stats I was reading was staggering. Uh, they were talking about just in the US alone, peer-to-peer uh, -peer payments is going, they're, they're estimating by 2022 next year, it'll hit around $1 trillion in uh, transaction volume. And um, so yeah, they're looking at those numbers in a Mastercard report, which which says that forty percent of the global consumers plan to use crypto uh, in twenty twenty two. So yeah, just these numbers alone, it, 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 it's no wonder that uh, everyone is uh, making a play, making a play towards these payment, offering these crypto related payment solutions uh, as an alternative. And um, yeah, so exciting, exciting times for everyone. It makes it very easy, you know. If it's mm -hmm. peer, to, you know, peer to peer, just sending whatever you need to send. It's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the alternative is a wire, which I recently received, and it took. It was a bit of a headache, you know. Old yeah. school, old school technology. These wires, and yeah. the funny thing is, they, they can get lost. So, <laughs> a loss in transit. You may may not have any recourse either. So, crypto. Obviously, you want to make sure you're importing the right information. <laughs> Yeah, but generally, it's I kind of feel like it's more it's it's safer because you're not relying on anybody in between checking on the data. It just yeah. goes through the network, so it's it's easier in a way. Yeah, and, and for everyone who's experienced uh, stuck transactions or, or or kind of delayed transactions on on the blockchain, as frustrating as that is, man, try a try try getting an international wire transfer that never. <laughs> It's a nightmare, man. Yeah. Try to go in this day and age. I don't. We went through it in the '90s, you know, 2000s, '80s, whatever. You know, it's that was the way it was, you know. And it, mm. and you just sucked it up. And if you lost your money, you're kind of 
you're, you'd, you'd be like praying <laughs> that the banks were able to find it. Yeah, but exactly. if it ends up in somebody uh, somebody else's account or gets lost, it's, you're out of luck, man. I, I remember, reasons. yeah, that's right. I remember I used to cash once in a while. I used to play Magic: The Gathering, so a card game, old school card game. Um, that uh, I, I, I used to enter tournaments, right? And then once in a while, I'd win a check, uh, win win some prize money. Uh, nothing, nothing major. Let's say a couple of hundred bucks US, but because the company is based in the US. Um, they would they would hand out checks. Uh, they'll mail you checks um, but, uh, that's in the form of USD. So that process in itself, uh, you know, winning it from from the day you win a tournament to to then mailing out a check to you from somewhere in the US, that process probably took a month, a month and a half. And then <laughs> you know, bringing that check to the to the bank and getting them to cash it for you. Man, it was a nightmare. Firstly, firstly, the you'd have to upfront pay a fifty dollar clearance fee or whatever fee, right? Mm. Just to, just to do the check because it's in USD, and then yeah, in the back end, the bank would then take another month or two to, to convert that to Australian dollars. So by the time it hit my account, could have been four, five, six months uh, thereafter if if lucky, and uh, you know. You have no idea what, what the money's for, or where it came from by then. The, the banks can be very tricky, you know, because they take a spread too on the cur currency conversion. So that's like, you know, it can be three, sometimes higher, maybe 4%. You mm. just lose automatically just from the currency conversion. So that's, that's yeah, it's it's disheartening when you look at the end product sometimes. And, and, and you have zero, you have zero, literally zero control or zero say over it, right? People in the crypto world, they're often complaining about high gas fees. Uh, etc etc but you have a choice you don't have to pay that high gas fees if, if ethereum is ethereum blockchain is congested you can try using bsc you can send through tron you can send through a layer two solution right like uh <laughs> when, when you go to a bank and, and, and cash in a check in a foreign foreign uh, currency like you don't have a choice they dictate what you how much you pay and how much they charge you and what interest rate you get or what foreign currency rate you get yeah, absolutely. And people have to remember, a lot of these like layer two uh, companies, they're like striving to make fees lower for people. You know, people, these companies want to actually lower the fees. So yeah, they for layer one, yeah, gas prices, you know, might be high, but down the down the road, a few years from now, it's it's everybody's everybody's striving to lower everything. So yeah. you know, you're gonna be in the benefit if you stick with crypto, anyways. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And they're they're constant because yeah, I mean. At the end of the day, these are all fintech companies, right? Cutting edge fintech companies. And that's that's the bulk of their what they do is basically development R and D to to better the process, to increase output, uh, more security as well as faster transfers, faster payments, et cetera, et cetera. So they're in the bulk of their, at least for a lot of these um, blockchain protocols, reputable ones, the bulk of their resources are spent um into making fees cheaper making uh transfers faster and, and increasing efficiency i don't know what the banks do with all their billions of profits every year but uh, i doubt it's, it's that efficient no absolutely not um i think the banks are kind of like happy where they're at i think they prefer the fees to be on the high side yeah um which is obviously detrimental to a lot of businesses, a lot of people, you know, like you know, just transferring money to like remittance, just trying to send money overseas. So it's, it's, uh, you know, crypto 
is going to be very liberating in the next five ten years it's gonna everything's gonna change man everything yeah yep yep it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be awesome and uh for those that are listening you you guys are in the right space you you're yeah it's gonna be uh it's definitely gonna be the right space to be in um in, in the next couple of years that's for sure yeah, man, that's payments and crypto. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Cool. Alrighty. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you all for uh, listening to another episode of Crypto Ledger, for listening to Reg, uh, Reg and I rant. But uh, yeah, it's been fun. Thank you all for your support and um, look forward to catching up with you guys next week. Cool. See you, everybody. Thanks, Raj. Bye.